0: Hey, hello, Daniel here. So I've been out of town for a couple of days and I've come up with a couple of things uh, over the last 48 hours I decided I wanted to share and I decided to do it live. Um, first of all, I'm going to read out of a book. It's called The Promise of a New Day. This is something a friend of mine sent me and I read today's November 20th page and this has prompted me to dig a little deeper. So I'm going to read straight out of the book here so there's no confusion. And the book says, November 20th, death, when it approaches, ought not to take one by surprise. It should be part of the full expectancy of life. This is a quote by a woman named Muriel Spark. And it further goes on and says, the process of living includes many dimensions. We can joyfully anticipate high periods and we must expect pain. We won't escape sorrow over wrongs we've committed, nor grief for the departure of a dear one. Anxiety over what may transpire is a given, but working to develop a balanced perception of all the events of our lives will ease our way. It's our overreactions to the ups and downs that make all of our daily steps uncertain. Fearing the unknown is a waste of our time. How much better to trust that life will offer us exactly what we need to develop as healthy human beings. No event will be more than we can handle. All events are necessities of life and each event needs simple acceptance. So that brings up several things. One of them is um, gratitude, being grateful. Um, Now, normally most people think about being grateful for the good things. But it's quite often some of the not-so-good things were doing something good for us, whether we want to admit it or not, or whether we immediately recognize it or not. I know quite often if I miss a turn or miss the flight or something gets delayed, I am grateful for that because possibly something not-so-good would have happened if I had made that turn, made that flight, or made that whatever. So I'll be grateful for missing it. And it will give me some time to ponder whatever I have to ponder. But it also brought up many other things here about being gracious for the trials and tribulations in our lives, because that gives us an opportunity to strengthen ourselves. Um, nobody became strong from being pampered. No one is strong from being lazy. No one is strong from being having everything given to them. So this brings up a couple other things. Uh, Some of you may or may not know I've been delving into the world of financial management, financial planning, um, life and health insurance, and the lot. And so I did some homework because I felt it was very important to do for myself and for people I I work with. So we're going to dive into a topic that's intriguing and a bit grim. Excuse me. The topic is the causes of death specifically natural versus accidental deaths and how these impact the need for insurance that's right insurance now i am not a professional life insurance statistician who studies death rates and causes so i had to do some homework and i'm going to be covering that homework with you so let's uh, dive in and unravel some surprising statistics so Let's understand the causes of death. There's basically two types in a statistical breakdown. We have our natural deaths, which are common among the elderly, but they also can surprise the young at heart, or the young people also, and accidental deaths, ranging from car accidents, slips in the shower, and these are uninvited guests into our lives. So... We look at age-related or natural deaths. These are more than just numbers here. And it's not just about getting old. Um, so let's look at some of the ways that natural deaths, though predominantly seen in seniors, can also be concerned for a younger population. We're also going to look at accidental deaths when life is throwing us a turd ball. Now, here's where things are unpredictable. They're accidental deaths. Uh, hey, but they don't discriminate by age. Young or old, they're going to get you. They can strike anyone anywhere at any time so we will look at some of the most common causes and what the frequency is so when i mentioned earlier about insurance there's an angle to this because if you're a a, a a caregiver for somebody you're a parent you're a mother you're a father you're the the breadwinner for the family and as long as you continue winning that bread everything's going to be fine But if, heaven forbid, in an hour from now, tomorrow, next week, next month or next year, you pass and you leave us and the family is not financially prepared, they're going to go through some real negative implications. Now, the key question is here is, uh, why aren't you doing something about it, mom, dad, parent? So let's look at a couple of things. For natural deaths, is insurance worth it? Well, there's pros and cons. One is peace of mind for your family. No matter what age you're at, you're going to help them and protect them and set them up to move forward without you. The downside is, and this is very common, I'm too young to think about that. And this is a common but risky thought. You know, when we're young, I remember when I was, we are bulletproof. We are invincible. We could do anything we wanted. That's the natural death part. And for accidental deaths, these are often overlooked, but it's a necessity to think about insurance. So the upside of a insurance policy considering natural deaths, is like wearing a seatbelt. It might be a nuisance. You hope you never need it. But boy, when the day comes that you do, you're glad you had it on, right? And on the downside is, well, it won't happen to me. Those are famous last words. But the total number of fatal car crashes in 2022 was 42,795, that's right, 42,795 people did not wake up that morning expecting not to be able to go to bed. I am saddened, just saddening, I'm very sorry, but I hope most of them had, or all of them had, insurance to protect their families who they left behind. So what are the uh, things to think about? What is the impact to a surviving family? Well, there's two insurance scenarios. I have insurance and I don't have insurance. So if we do have insurance, let's say it's a natural death. Well, we see it coming. We know as we're getting older, you know, it's inevitable. We're all checking out. Nobody survives this world alive. Boom. It doesn't happen. We're all checking out someday. So as far as a natural death, that means they predominantly probably died from a cardiovascular disease Um, respiratory disease of some sort, diabetes, there's a number of ways to go. But the financial strain can be overwhelming if there's no insurance. If there is insurance, there might be a burden, but not as much. If we're looking at accidental deaths, it's tragic and shocking, but if there's a financial cushion, it does soften the blow. If there is no financial cushion, it just makes it even worse. I mean, it's tragic and it's overwhelming already, but the emotional turmoil compounded with what could possibly be financial ruin, it's not worth doing. So what are some of the facts? What are some things we need to know about this? It's just a few. What's the most common cause of natural deaths? I mentioned a couple earlier, and they vary by age group and geographical location. However, globally, the big number is heart disease, top the chart, followed closely by chronic illnesses like cancer, respiratory diseases, and diabetes. And as we get older, these conditions tend to become more common and more prevalent in our life. How about accidental deaths? How often do they compare to natural ones. Well, accidental deaths are obviously less common than natural deaths, but their frequency should not be underestimated. The exact ratio varies, but natural deaths do generally outnumber accidental deaths, which is good. However, where this becomes problematic is in a younger age group, particularly under 45, men and women under 45, tend to die because of accidents, because they're not old enough to die for natural causes. And these are particularly vehicle accidents, which are the leading cause of these deaths. And uh, you might not know it, vehicle accidents are preventable. That's right, vehicle accidents are either caused by someone doing or not doing something, just like house fires. House fires are caused by someone doing or not doing something. So we are all, responsible for ourselves 100% of the time. So if we're looking at, uh, let's say, oh, okay, Daniel, that makes sense. Let me uh, get some insurance. I don't have any. Let's say you're a parent, a mother, or father, and you're looking at taking care of your surviving spouse and your children. What age should you start? Well, ideally, the younger you are, the lower you are in age, the cheaper your insurance will be over your lifetime. The older you are, the more expensive your insurance will be and there's a couple reasons for that it's longevity the younger you are you're anticipated to live longer so your premium can be lower the older you are and decide to get insurance you're not expected to live that much longer so your premium is raised to cover the costs of the insurance so if you're looking at if you're a young adult looking at getting started and putting a package together somewhere in your late 20s early 30s might be a good time to start that And this is, again, like I said, because premiums are generally lower for younger, healthier individuals, and they can provide coverage as you age and your risk of natural causes of death increase. So what about accidents? Can life insurance cover accidental deaths too? Yes, they can. Now, most life insurance policies cover accidental deaths. However, the specifics depend on the policy. You need to discuss that with your insurance professional that you're going to talk to, okay? Some policies offer what they call a rider for accidental death, which can provide an extra payout to beneficiaries in the event of an accidental death. I'm not gonna get deep into that. That's where you need to talk to a professional about that and see how you can make that happen. Uh, It's very important to understand what you're buying and know the fine print uh so you understand your policy and understand what you're getting so what's going to happen if your family does not have insurance well it's not going to be good if you don't have life insurance and you pass away your family will not receive any death benefits period that's what life insurance is about got a $500,000, million dollar life insurance policy. I kick the bucket that pays the beneficiary, they get to cover all the expenses, they get to do stuff. If you don't have that insurance, they get zero, zip, it's nada, okay? Which can leave them financially vulnerable. I have unfortunately heard many times um, from some of the work I've done about families who the primary breadwinner is deceased, there is no insurance. And the family literally has to sell the house that they've been living in to just pay off the house because they can't afford it anymore. And any other bills like the car payments and what have you that they've accumulated and need to be directed. So it's very financially destabilizing, not having insurance. So I'll ask you that again. If you don't have insurance and you're thinking about it, how long are you going to think about it? And if you die, how long are you going to be dead? When are you going to come back and fix it? We've discussed a couple things and what have we learned? Death is inevitable. We've heard it, death and taxes, two things that are inevitable, okay? But for most of us, it's a slow march of time. It doesn't happen immediately, thank goodness, (laughs) okay? However, unfortunate accidents and accidental death is a part of life. So I can't stress enough the importance of being prepared one way or another. Adequate insurance coverage can be your lifesaver, And it can quite literally be a life-saving scenario for your family. So don't wait until it's too late. I mean, if you're thinking about it, good. Continue the thought, get on the phone, call your agent, have a discussion, find out what you can do. Think about your loved ones and the legacy you're going to leave behind. And just remember, it's not about numbers, it's about real lives and the impact our choices make on those we leave behind. Be smart, be prepared, and don't leave your family's future to choice. So Daniel, to next time, please stand forward and stay safe.